0: Welcome to the Giants Huddle, a New York Giants podcast. I'm John Schmelke, and welcome to the newest edition of the Giants Huddle Podcast. Today, Michael Eisen will interview new Giants running back Deion Lewis. But before we get to their conversation, want to remind you that you can find the Giants Huddle Podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms, the Giants mobile app, and on Giants.com slash podcast. We can find our other podcast offerings as well. Now let's get to Michael Eisen's conversation with Dion Lewis. How are you, Michael Ivan? I'm how, how are you? How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Welcome. Um, so, are you excited to be a Giant? Yes, sir. Very excited. Can't can't wait to get to work. Um, what uh, what were some of the big factors in you deciding to come here uh, as opposed to elsewhere? Um, you know, just you know, just um. Growing up, I was a Giants
1: fan, and um, there's always been a dream to play for my hometown team. So, you know, when I got this opportunity, I couldn't pass it up and, uh, you know, have a familiarity with uh, Coach Joe Judge. And, you know, that was another factor, you know, just my time with New England that I spent with him. I, I knew that I knew that he was going to be up for the past and do a good job. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you did uh, –
0: you, you were with Joe for three years, correct? Yep. Three years in the and uh, yeah, and he, I know you had you do a lot of stuff, but he, I think you were turning two kickoffs for touchdowns uh, under him. What do you remember about uh working under Joe?
1: Um, I remember you know, just you know, every time we did a kick return, every every special teams unit, you know, we were we were so in sync with the game plan, you know, we we knew exactly what the other team was going to do, you know, like even when I was returning kicks, you know, we knew we where they wanted to kick the ball at just based off their linemen. So, you know, the whole kick-return unit, you know, we knew where they were the ball because our return was based off when they were kicking it. So we all had to be on the same page, and, and he made sure we were. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, it sounds like uh, you you concur with a, a lot of people's work with Joe. a very organized, very disciplined coach. Yeah,
1: you know, he, he's, a, he's very um, attention and detail-oriented,
0: man. He does a great job.
1: Um, he works really hard. He takes little, he takes pride in what he does, and um, you know. And but he also, you know, he's also pretty funny too. He throws a couple jokes in there too to you know to keep it light. But you know, at the same time, he's always he's always he's always letting you know that he, wants, he expects the best
0: out of you. Uh-huh. Um. So I've heard. Uh, I, I mean, I know you're from Albany, and I heard you were uh, used to hang out at training camp and watch the Giants practice a lot when we trained up there.
1: Yeah, you know, growing up, you know, I used to um, go to New Albany, It was probably about ten minutes from my house, and I would go with my dad, and we used to go watch, watch training camp, you know, a few times a year, you know. So that was a great experience, you know, for a young kid like me, who who had football games, to be able to watch, you know, some of the pros practice and things. So that was always pretty cool, and I used to always look forward to that um, during the summertime. Uh-huh. Did you have a favorite player uh, growing up? Uh, yeah. sorry, I say Tiki Barber was my T probably my favorite player growing up. You know, just you know, just either running back, and I was running back, and you know,
0: um, you know I used to wear twenty one as well when I was younger too. So, um, you know, I was definitely uh, a good gentleman. Did you ever get to meet Tiki in Albany?
1: No, I've never met him. I never met him. The only running backs so I've met, I met uh, my
0: Bradshaw, and I met uh, Brandon Jacobs. Uh huh.
1: So, um, so, that was cool as you- well.
0: John mentioned you once got Brandon's autograph. Yep. Yeah, I was able to get his autograph. I think I was. That's
1: probably like ten or eleven years old, and I was able to get the autograph. So that was probably that was probably the biggest name player at the time whose autograph I was able to get. So and at that time, I would think he might not even been starting yet. I think that might have been the first couple of years. So that was a pretty uh, cool experience for me. Uh uh-huh. Do you still have it? Um, yeah, I think I do have I think my because dad, my dad's a giant fan now, so I think I have I still have my little autograph notebook tucked away somewhere. Uh-huh. I would have to ask uh-huh. my
0: mom and dad where that. Autograph. Uh-huh. Um Leon, in uh in uh, twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen you had your two uh, mo- uh most productive seasons, most carries, most yards, uh receptions. Uh was it two for you the last year to not have that kind of workload um, in Tennessee. Um, it was, it was tough. It was tough a little bit. Um, but you know, at the
1: same time, you know, I think it help was, you know just keeping the team mentality first. And um, another thing that helped was just you know me and Derek had a great relationship. So um, you know the relationship we had, you know I didn't I want nothing but success for him. So you know I was always rooting for him. We had to, we always helped each other. You know we were tough on each other. So you know you know just those those two factors, you know, made it easy for me, you know, just it made it easy for me to root for him to do well just because, you know, we were close and, you know, I knew I know what type of runner he is. He was he was the type of guy that needs to be in the game a lot and he gets better with more careers. So, you know, I understood that, you know, and I just did whatever um the coaches asked me to do and whatever they thought was best for the team. huh.
0: I mean you've started a lot of games but you know, you've also been a backup for a lot of games what what does it take to be a good backup you know you have to be the best player you can be, but you also have to be supportive of the starter um yeah, you know um I think
1: you know um we just got to build a relationship you know I think a running back room relationship is a unique relationship you know cause, you know you guys compete all the time, but at the same time you got to group for each other and um you know in the past I've been around you know great groups of backs, so you know i I've kind of been used to you know being a guy or not being a guy in certain situations, you know, and how other guys have treated me when I was a guy. So, you know, I try to treat treat guys the way I would like to be treated. And it's um, help. You know, it's all about help. You know, I'm here to help, you know, try to get better, compete, you know, car out a role for myself if I can. And, you know, just do whatever I can to help Saquon um, to be a better player and, um, and just, you know, build a relationship with
0: him. In addition to uh, Devin, who are some of the backs you've worked with that you've enjoyed being around and learning from?
1: You know, I played behind LaShawn McCord my first two years in the league in Philadelphia. You know, I built a great relationship with him. learned a lot from him, you know, especially as a young player, you know, the way he studied the game and things like that. You know, I played with LeGarrette Blount and James White, you know. Those are two of my best friends now, you know, just the relationship we built in New England. James is an extremely smart player, so I learned a lot from him protection-wise, how to run routes, you know, and then being with Derek last year, you know. So just being around, you know, great backs my whole career, just learning from them and just trying to take a little bit of peace from each each, each player's game, and I think that's that's what helped me be in the league for a long time. You know, just learning and being open to learn and you know just competing with guys. Uh
0: huh. And um, do, do you have do you know Saquon at all? Uh, have you spoken to Saquon? And and you know, just your thoughts on now working with Saquon, who's you know obviously uh, done great things his first two years.
1: Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, I texted him. He texted the first day when I signed. I mean, I haven't I haven't met him in person, but you know, everything I've heard about him, you know, he's a good kid, works extremely hard. You know, and I'm excited to play with him. You know, um, just, I like the way he plays. You know, I think he's one of the best running backs in his league. So you know, I'm excited to work with him. Um, I'm gonna push him. Um, I'm gonna see. If, I'm gonna try to learn some things from him. And you know, just just look forward to building that relationship, that strong chemistry with each other, just so you know we can hold each other accountable, uh, pick each other's brain. You know and um, come together and uh, make this team better, and trying to win some games.
0: Uh-huh. Speaking of trying to make this team better, you <clears throat> you played on three playoff teams, two Super Bowl teams, been a Super Bowl winner. Uh, did those teams have some uh, traits that they shared that maybe you could help bring to the Giants? Uh, having played on winning teams like that. Um. Yeah,
1: you know, I think you know, just as long as we take a approach of. Um, it's a process, and we try and get better every day um, as long as we take that pro- that uh, approach. Try to get better every day, hold each other accountable, be coachable. You know, I think the sky's the limit. You know, we got a lot of great young talent on the team, and I'm excited to get to work with these guys, you know, um, whenever we can get to work. So, um, you know, as long as we work hard, and you know, I'm pretty sure Coach Joe you know, he'll have us on the right track and um, make sure everybody's on, on board with where he wants to do
0: things. And, and, and I'm excited, you know, I'm excited. You played two Super Bowls. What's your favorite personal Super Bowl memory?
1: Um, my favorite Super Bowl memory is probably uh, the one against the Falcons when we came back. So, it, was a, it was a pretty good experience, you know, being down twenty-eight to three with, um, I want to say, what six minutes left in the third. So you mm-hmm. know, just just the belief that everybody had on that sideline that we were
0: going to come back and win the game.
1: No, at no point in that game that you thought that. Uh, you weren't going to win it. I mean, that's a memory I'll never forget.
0: I want to ask you, you've, you've uh, spent time in New Jersey before at Blair Academy. Um, how did that come about? How did you wind up going to Blair? For How many years were you there?
1: I went to Blair for
0: um, a year and a half. So, uh-huh.
1: um, you know, I pretty much, pretty much went there, you know, tried to go to a better school for college. You know, I wasn't getting a out. I thought I should be getting a so, And you know, I went there and, you know, it helped me a lot, you know, just being away from home for a long time. At 16 years old, and then, you know, playing against a little bit better competition, you know, and, uh, and and it helped out. You know, I was able to get a scholarship at Pitt, so uh, I think I made the right decision. Uh
0: huh. And Jim, I just want to ask you, um, you you basically had to take two years off in 13 and 14, and and just how difficult was, was that for you to have to sit out for for two basically two whole years? Concern
1: were you about getting a chance to get back into
0: the game? Uh, you know, that, that was a tough part, you know, early, or early in my career. You know, getting hurt and then
1: breaking my leg in with 2013, and missing the year, and then getting cut in 2014. So, um, you know, just, you know, just, just always keeping a positive mindset. You know, believing in myself. I, I never, I never thought I, was, I couldn't play. You know, I always knew I belonged. So I, I always kept a positive mindset. I believe in myself and knew that when I got a chance, I'd make the most of it. And you know, once I got my opportunity, I felt like my time would show. And uh, you know, just always remember the journey and how hard it is to get to where I'm at, and always be grateful for the situation and everything that I have. So you know, I don't take football for granted, and you know, that's why I work so hard,
0: and that's why you know I, I go about things the way I do. Yeah. And one last thing, Deion, I mean, it seems like you're getting stronger the more you play. You played you haven't missed a game in any of the last three years
1: you feel that? Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, just, you know, I think a lot of it has to do, you know, getting older and, you know, knowing my body, knowing how to take care of my body, you know, just, you know, being in the league and picking things from certain players, how they take care of their body and trying to figure out a way, you know, that's going to help me out. So I think I pretty much figured a way, you know, to make sure I'm working hard, but taking care of myself at the same time. So, you know, I take pride in taking care of my body
0: and, you know, just going
1: to keep working hard and. Keep doing what I've been doing. It's
0: been working. Great. All right. Thank you so much, Dion. Good talking to you. Yes, sir. Thank you. That's Dion Lewis. We thank him and Michael Eisen for carrying us through this weekend's episode of the Giants Huddle podcast. Thank you for being with us. You can find the Giants Huddle on giants.com, on the Giants mobile app, and on all your favorite podcast platforms. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star positive review if you like what you hear. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Stay safe.